You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show. It's Strictly Anonymous for me at Cartoon Therapy. I don't even really tweet that much anymore. I've said it before. I've kind of lost my uh, sense of humor since I had a baby. I mean, I have a sense of humor, but it's baby related. Um, so anyway, if you want to follow the show, follow the show. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the show, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. I love reviews. I need reviews. They really help the show. If you want to be on the show, I've been getting so many emails from people. Like every day, a couple of emails I get from people that want to be on the show. I fucking love that because it saves me a lot of time from going online and like posting ads and responding to ads. So if you want to be on my show, I'm always looking for people to call in. This is a call and advice show. Uh, where I talk to total strangers who remain completely anonymous about um, their private lives, their secret lives, their problems, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so if you want to be on my show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Jay, the guy who I have on today, Jay the sex addict, uh, was a listener of my show and he wrote in, uh, and when he wrote in, he gave, like I typically like for people, I I love nothing better than to get on the phone with a total stranger and talk to them and, and find out who they are. So the, the little, the least information, <laughs> I'm really bad at grammar sometimes. So the less information I have, the better, right? Um, and some people wind up sending me emails with a lot of information. And Jay was one of those people. He had everything like fucking bulleted, right? About what we were going to discuss. And the bullets were really fascinating. Everything had to do with SEX, right? So I figured it was going to be that kind of episode. But it took a turn into a total different direction, which I think surprised both of us, <laughs> both me and Jay. Uh, and we talk about that. But it's like literally like this is like one of my favorite episodes. This is the reason why I do my show because I really think I helped this guy. And we emailed after the episode um, and he was super grateful and he had um, had some updates for me already uh, in the time that, you know, we've taped and I'm airing. So I'll get to that on another episode because I just want to like, I want more of an update before I give you the update. But I know for a fact I helped him. And that's what I love to do. That's why I started my show. Um, so I kind of like ruined the sex stories, even though there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you hear about all this shit that he did behind his wife's back. And he did a lot of crazy stuff. This is a typical guy who's living a completely double life, right? Everyone thinks he's one person. And on the side, in the fuck, on the down low. He is somebody totally different doing all kinds of things which um, reflect poorly on his personality because it's really not who he is. But he was cheating on his wife with prostitutes. He was catfishing people online, men, women, doing all kinds of crazy stuff just to keep his addiction alive. Um, so anyway, th that's what we get into. It's fascinating. Like I said, this is like these, this is the kind of episode I love. I'm so glad it went in this direction. Like I said, it surprised us. <laughs> and I do talk about at some point on this podcast about how he sounds so young. 
on the phone, right? Um, but it might not sound that way to you because I changed his voice. I change a lot of my guest voice voices. Um, it's a very easy thing for me to do. And it, it keeps their voices sounding completely normal. So I think most people don't even know that I change most of my guest voices. But I do. And I did for this guy. So trust me when I say he sounded young. Uh, when I'm talking to him, he did. But I think when I changed his voice, it doesn't. he doesn't sound so young. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Jay. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, Hey, Jay. You're on the Strictly. Hey. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with Kathy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So good. I just, uh, you're a listener of my show and you sent me an email. Lately, that's what's yeah. been happening all the time, which is great for me. And yes. um, you sent me a lot of bullets like, oh, we could talk about all this stuff. Like you are a typical person who lives like you are the epitome of like the guy who lives or the person that lives a double life. You sure. are married, right? Um, For how long are you married? Um, between 15 and 20 years. So a long time. Okay. Yes. And you live a total double life, right? Am I assuming that like we're going to be like me and my listeners are going to be the first people like the, the first people to really hear like all the stuff that you do or do other people know about all this other stuff? You're the first. Okay. Um, yeah. and, and your double life is filled with hookers and strippers and men and uh, catfishing and all that kind of good stuff, right? So I That's right. Okay. So let's start like just a little backstory on you. How old are you and your wife right now? I'm in my 40s. Okay, so and, you guys married yeah. really super young, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Sure. In your 20s, right? 30s? That's right, 20s. Right, right, right. And now like yeah. had you like been with a lot of women before her two previously two yeah that's always like a bad idea like how does you think like or like in the real world like in reality like i know like the fantasy is that people get married really young and then they're gonna be with one person their whole life right but like really what are the odds that a guy's only gonna fuck three people in his life do you know what i mean like sure. that's it right like the right. two people before and your wife and then nobody ever again right Right. So when, how long after you got married to her, did you start cheating on her? Um, so, so I think one of the bullet points that I gave you was about like almost cheating a number of times. Well, or, didn't you like, do, have hookers? I, I, actually, I, I would consider it cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. I mean, right. Um, so you don't yeah. consider that cheating? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say that, you know, I, I made out with a woman and almost fucked her um like uh, right after we were married okay that was a, yeah these then, are regular women is what you're talking about because i know that you said you almost right, right, hooked right. up with like that's six correct. regular women, but you do have hookers that you've hooked up right, with so right. that's like considered yeah, that, cheating. that was within the first year that was probably like the, within the first year what the hookers or the girl the the regular girl um both but yeah the, the hooker was within the first year okay did you fuck the like what did you do with the hooker yeah, so that was a. There used to be a, a brothel in the near the town. That uh -huh. we lived in. It was like out in the country, so uh -huh. it was like out of city limits. Right. And so I don't think they were like that regulated. 
Uh-huh. And they advertised in a newspaper, and they would advertise nude haircuts. And so that was, <laughs> that was like the cover, right? So like the dude right. said, hey, I'm going to go get a haircut. Uh-huh. And so he'd come back with a haircut, right? Right, and um, a blowjob. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so I went there. Um, and I think the first time, yeah, I just got a blowjob. Um, maybe the first time, but I mean, sometimes I got a hand job. Sometimes I, I, I went there probably like, I don't know, five times, six uh-huh. times to that place. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that was within the first couple of years. And so you would, it's kind of like a massage place or like in a massage mm-hmm. place, they'll blow you, they'll give you a hand job, but there's no, like, did you have actual, yeah, it's like a couple trailers like put together. Oh my God. That's like, hilarious. Did you actually right. get a real haircut every time or just like the first I, time? I, I never, <laughs> I didn't do that. Was anybody ever getting real hair? Uh, could they actually cut hair I, too? I, I, I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I never saw where they did that, but I think that was like their deal. That was like their cover. But um, what do you mean you never saw it? So you go to a place that looks like a, like you could get your hair yeah, cut, and I mean, then they're like, oh, we'll bring you back to the trailers? Right. Well, no, it was just out in the country, and you just went right into the trailer. But <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. The, the, rooms I, the rooms I didn't see didn't have like a barber chair or anything. <laughs> maybe, so, maybe they did. I don't know. So maybe there was a couple dummies that went there and actually wanted a haircut, and they didn't get one. But it was right. a nude haircut. Okay, so you get right, in. Right, right. You did you ever have sex with? So you go into these trailers, and uh-huh. there are like beds like there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. like a massage, like a massage table. Yeah. Okay, so it was like a happy ending place, and so you did have sex with some of them. I did. Yeah. Really? So you got blowjobs, yeah. hand jobs, and you st- fuck them. Would you use condoms? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. How much did it cost? Do you remember? Hmm. I'm gonna say I, I don't remember exactly. This is a long time. Yeah, Probably yeah, Between yeah. like a hundred and two hundred dollars. Right, depending on what you want. Now, did you ever yeah. feel bad about what you were doing? I mean, like, was this the like uh-huh. you, you did? Yeah, yeah. I've never done anything that I haven't felt bad about. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a little bit of a conflict. Like, isn't that a little bit fucked up when you're oh, like Because yes. there are people, I have to say, and I always say, like, we all make up our own rules, right? Like, if you do something and you feel totally okay with it, then it doesn't matter what other people think. And I'm not talking about, like, murder or shit like that. And even cheating sure. is not good, right? But, like, some people do it. They love their wives. And, you know, it's and it's just something that they need a little variety. It means absolutely nothing to them. And they feel totally fine about it, right? And they could go home. But like when you're doing something like what you what all the stuff that you do, that you're always mm-hmm. feeling bad about it, that's where it gets to be like like what the fuck is going on with you, right? And you did yeah. one of the bullets you did, I mean, I think it was the last bullet, which was interesting. It was like sex addiction. <laughs> uh, you know, and so which I put in quotation marks, yeah. Yeah, but okay, when you are doing something like over and over again that you feel bad but you continue to do it like it could be like some sort of thing you know what i mean sure only yeah. because you're the one that said like you feel like every single time you cheated on your wife or did these things you would always feel really guilty would you be like oh i'm never going to do it again and then you just uh, would get so horny that you'd have to go do it again like what would be how yes. would it play out really yeah i mean that's it. i mean i know exactly why i do it you know it's to deal with stress right you know, it's just how I deal with stress. It's yeah, reason. that's an addiction. Yeah. That's like a that's like an alcoholic, yeah. no different, or a workaholic. Sure. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I go back and back and forth between that and pot. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Um, like I replace one with the other. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like, you know, I'm able to suppress my 
my desires by smoking pot. So mm-hmm. you mean the sexual me desire, right? You right, mean right. right, right, right. But it's really what you're always running away from is stress, sure. quote unquote feelings. Because I, I think what stress sure. is is just like really intense feelings that aren't fucking good. <laughs> I was an addict, yes. okay? Like I and I, I've been sober for like 14 years, maybe 15 years at this point. I don't even know anymore. But like, so I totally get the whole thing, you know. And a sure. lot of times when you're an addict, you can have a couple different things, you know, that you're addicted to because what you're always running from is like. Like, like I said, feeling anything but good, right? You just can't yep. deal. And you never will ever learn how to deal with, quote unquote, stress unless you were to put away all your vices, the sex and the weed, and just sort of, you know, dealt with shit and started to do that, you know. And it's really, let me tell you, like, honestly, it's really, really 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 hard (laughs) so and i get why people don't do it you know because i did it and it was like one of the hardest things because a lot of shit comes up you know but let's not go totally into that because you have a lot of stories (laughs) to tell i mean no but i love talking to people like you because like i feel like you could really change your whole life around and i had that kind of a life it wasn't with sex and whatever what it was with sex and it was with drinking you know so i understand and i feel like there's a very big difference uh, being like an addict and dealing with life that way, then, you know, sort of giving it all up and learning how to deal with the stress and become a sober person. And uh, much it, it's just, it's, it is life changing and it is, it does change your whole life in a much more positive way. There's a very big difference, but you know, that's, you, if you're ever ready for that, like you'll know, you know, but sure. I still want to hear all your salacious stories i mean because it's interesting that you said i said so when did you start cheating on your wife and you're like well i didn't really cheat on her like i didn't No. but do you yeah, have to I consider mean, the hookers cheating no i do okay yeah. no I, I i consider anything that i wouldn't tell her about uh-huh cheating okay cheating i mean i don't even think i like even have to kiss a woman right you know for it to be cheating right yeah, if i'm like good going out with a woman i'm not telling her about that's cheating Mm-hmm. You know, right? Lying, like anything, it's right. just just deceitful, like any kind of sort of thing where you know. And she's never has she ever come close to catching you with anything. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's. I, I'm sure she's suspicious. I, I think that she. Um. She's kind of like she tries to be in denial about it. She's trying. She's like. She s- suppresses her suspicions. Um. Yeah. I mean, she's seeing like. She saw an email one time where I was talking about like meeting up with a couple. Oh God! Um, but I, I actually that was one of the catfishing deals. I wasn't even going to do that. You know, yeah, so I, you... I, I, a whole kind of thing about that that deal there. But, right, that's and, a whole like, other thing. The catfishing like thing, porn, yeah. Like porn, I've lied to her about. Like, no, nah, I'm not looking at porn. She's seen, you know, she knows that I look at porn like all the time. So, yeah, I mean, porn is no I, big deal but unless you have like a because I don't like a, what's the big deal if you look at porn? Like, I don't know. Maybe she looks at porn. Like, I, but if sure. you're like an yeah, addict, like, well, it's bad. Yeah, I would I, 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 I put myself in that category though. I'm talking about like, you know, 12 hours at a time. What know, do you mean? 12 like hours of watching porn? Yeah, like- just looking at, yeah, watching, you know. Yeah, I know a guy like you. Yeah. You know, all that. Yeah, I had a guy, I was with a guy once, for, he's actually a good friend of mine, and he, I would sometimes, and he would always travel, and he would like be trying to sex with me sometimes, you know, so he's in like a t- different time zone, right? So he's like trying to sex with me, and it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, you know what I mean? Like, and I just <laughs> be like, and I would just be like, no, no, no. And I would sometimes look back at the text and see how many hours 
he was engaging in the like and wouldn't stop and it would be sometimes be for like five hours like and I would just be like that's like really weird but that person's also a workaholic you know and I really started to realize like that's what the addiction is all about it's just literally taking him out of himself before he goes to sleep or whatever filling up that time right so that you're not in reality so it's basically like you're drunk but you're just like you know jerking off or whatever you know right yeah, that's exactly. It. Yeah, yeah, you're you're a, you're an addict, one hundred percent. And what happens with addicts is they always pair up with people who are like so co- are codependent, you know. So like your wife probably has her own sort of stuff, right? And she probably is like looking the other way or suppressing it as much as you are. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it takes two people, right? And it's just like I always say, like, like attracts like, right? So you're both probably dealing with issues that you have, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just, that's always the pair, you know? <laughs> um, so she probably, she right, has kind of right. caught you. I'm not saying yeah, she's the wrong of- one. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 That's 347 420 You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. No. no. Yeah, no. I, yeah, but I don't think... I mean, I, I wouldn't call her... I don't think she's codependent in the, way, in the way that you're saying it i mean no. i think that she um yeah there's, there's fucked up shit like this um you know i don't think she's ever she's ever thought that she did on like fucked another woman mm-hmm. um but you know there's lots of benefits for her to I, I i think it's like a rational decision in her mind about the benefits of being with me versus, you know, right. that, uh, that I love porn and mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh huh. You guys have kids together. I mean, you have a whole mm-hmm. life. She's invested. Mm-hmm. Her- yeah, we don't have kids, but I mean, but we still, love each other. Right. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we get, you know, we get along really well. Right. So. But she has to, listen, I'm sorry, but when you're with somebody for that long, you guys live together, you're intimate uh-huh. together. At this point, you guys are best friends. Like you said, you really sure. are close. You love each other. The fact that you're doing all this stuff on the side and she has no clue, like I just don't buy it. And like I said, I'm sure. not saying, I'm just saying she has her own set of stuff. It's very different from yours, but a lot of times that pairs up like, and I'm sure if I was in like a fly on the wall in your relationship for the past 15 years, I'd be like, oh my God, it's, it's so fucking obvious that you have all this shit going on. Do you know what I mean? You have a lot of shit that you're doing. Okay. How does she not know? Do you know what I mean? And on some level, sometimes we kind of do when we put it aside, like you say, for those reasons, but there's also like codependence is about sort of like 
being a, like a people pleaser. You know what I mean? Like being okay with someone doing what they're doing instead of sort of standing up and saying like, oh my yeah. God, like this person needs help. Like, let me do something about it. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I just don't think that uh, I just, you know, in this case, uh, I, I can understand the codependency and the addiction and everything. I, just, I don't think that that's her in my opinion i mean she has her issues definitely yeah i'm 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 kind of her world um right so that's definitely an issue yeah Um, yeah Uh that's called codependent (laughs) right that's what codependency is like you're just not relying on yourself like it's somebody else you know what i mean that's the thing um, but we'll focus on your issues. Right, sure. <laughs> but listen, if you don't want to like rock that boat, like don't ever, you know, <laughs> put her like, don't ever get really caught because like people are pretty fucking sloppy a lot of the times. And sometimes what happens sure. with addicts and I tell people all the time on my show, like, you know, if some part of you ever wants to change, like you better watch out for getting like, cause you're going to have to like right. sort of hit a bottom. Right. And then sometimes people get sloppy in a weird way and then get busted. Right. And then everything sort of falls apart. But in a weird way, it's like what they needed to have happen. Right. Because sure. a lot of times in order for you to ever completely change all this stuff, something like would have to happen that would force you out of it. Right. Um, and it's a bottom, unfortunately. So your wife finding out, you getting arrested, whatever, because you engage in a lot of like crazy behavior. Like you do this. I mean, you said in your email there was like 20 hookers. So obviously it wasn't just the couple of times you went to that thing, right? Like you sure. had other yeah. hookers, right? Do you I have know. sex with other guys too? Are you also bi or not bi? I don't know. I didn't not. get it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I can explain that, but yeah. Yeah, what is that all about? The cat is that a part of the catfishing? Because you do create. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, what is that all about? Yeah, I mean, so like my biggest thing, you know, my biggest fantasies are, you know, like threesomes with, with, with normal people, right? Um, like with a couple or whatever. And I, have, mm-hmm. I have no interest in, in the male contact at all. It's right. Just, you know, seeing a woman get fucked and you know fucking her and yeah, you know all all that tag teaming her and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I create ads where I'm like, I'm a couple looking for a, a guy and then, um, I'll basically chat with them about basically living out the fantasies via chat and like leading in the morning, thinking we're going to hook up and all that kind of stuff, sending them photos of me and my fake wife. All that oh, stuff. you're kidding. So, where do you get the pictures from? Just online. I mean, people post like their personal photos online like crazy yeah 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 so they're, you, they're all over the place yeah so you take like a couple photos from like one person's collection right and pretend that yeah. you're that couple right, right. and then yeah. you sort People of have like huge collections online yeah, yeah yeah no i totally get it so wait so and then you like play out exactly what you want to do and then do you actually make like you did say that you make plans yeah. to meet them but then you just don't show up and then you're done and then you have to create a whole new fake persona yeah, 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 I do that all the time, where I just, I, I usually don't make, like, actual plans, like, hey, we're going to meet up on this time, I'm like, yeah, hey, we're free in, like, a week from now, so uh-huh. I can just keep, keep it going, right, and right. keep excited and into it or whatever. Um, I mean, a few times locally, I've met up with guys who told me that they were into it. I'm like, hey, I need to meet with you, kind of check you out, screen you. My hope in those times were to, you know meet them and talk more shit, you know, get uh-huh. excited in uh-huh. that way. 
Uh Um, But I was just mainly disgusted. What do you mean? Times I did that. (laughs) Why? What happened? Yeah, I I just like being uh, since I'm not by at all. Uh Just having that kind of intimacy face to face with a man didn't turn me on at all. Like talking about it, Um, and then also the times where I always met them at strip clubs. And just like the way the way they were treating strippers also disgusted me. Oh, really? Um, Why they so, were yeah, like really? I was just repulsed. They were yeah. like really sleazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. were they were they the like? Because in the catfishing scenario, like you were the couple, and they were the single guy that wanted to Correct. like watch you and your wife. Now, yeah, how come yeah, you join in, join in? Yeah. Right now, would you also go to or respond to ads of a couple looking for a single guy? Like, would you ever be the other guy in the scenario too? Would you switch it up? Uh, um, yeah, no, because just it's a lot harder to get any kind of interactions with that, right? I mean, then you're competing against like. I mean, I know from placing this ad, you're competing against like 300 other dudes that are answering the ad. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. I'm not getting chatting with those people. In this case, I mean, sometimes I'm I'm like chatting with like ten guys at once. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, You're smart. (laughs) You've have it figured out. (laughs) Right. You're a professional. Um, Yeah. Um. So you know, and 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 I get into that. Like I also sometimes always post as like a regular woman, and I'm like, um, you know, I like having sex with lots of guys. Like on Fet Life, uh, put a I'll create a profile in FetLife. Uh-huh. It's like a woman. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, I want to meet dudes. And then I'll, I'll have do the same thing where I'm just the woman. Right. But whenever it's the couple, like I'll chat as the man and as the woman. So that they really believe it. Right? Wow. And can you um, write well? Do you think that you write well yeah, as a woman? I do. Yeah. I once had was managing my friend, my old co-hosts, uh, Tommy. I once managed his Match.com profile, and I was so bad at it because I'm like, I don't know how to write like a dude. And one time I actually <laughs> signed, and one time I actually signed my name, Kathy. Right. <laughs> <My> accident, <laughs> she must be like, what the fuck? Uh, but I was like, I suck at this. Like, I don't know how to write like a dude. So you know how to write like a chick. Like you could do it because I think that's where you could get busted, right? Where it just does not sound right. Yeah, and I mean sometimes they they like um, they 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 ask for like you know live pictures or whatever, and I just block them and go into the next person. I don't, I don't care, right? Um, yeah, because there's so many people that want it to be real. Because I use you know I, I, I'm I definitely have figured out what men what the majority of men are into, uh-huh. um, which isn't really necessarily what I'm into, mm-hmm. but I'll go along with that to a point as long as it doesn't disgust me. Right. Um, and then, but then at the same point, I'm going to, you know, kind of act out my fantasies. And then also, you know, I'll inhabit like the personality of whatever woman, um, I'm acting. Right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, so, so like usually I, basically I, I choose women who aren't like my wife because I just can't, um, imagine her putting up with a lot of this shit. Right, like it seems not. Right, you know that it was not. You want it to be as realistic as possible, right? So if you put your wife in there, you wouldn't be able to buy it, right? So you have to really buy the the fantasy that you're creating. Yeah, so I use like you know usually lower educated younger women. They're kind of like you know like blue collar. (laughs) Terrible. Well, I mean, I think a lot of blue quote unquote blue collar women are gonna be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" (laughs) Right, I know it's fucked up. 
Um, and so, because let me tell yeah, you, I have a lot of people on my podcast that do all kinds of things, and I, I sure. wouldn't necessarily say that the women that maybe would be into that or that way, but in your mind, that's how you see it, or that's no, what turns like, you on. No, it's not even that they'd be into it. It's like I, I've tried, like I've tried creating a persona where the woman's like higher educated or whatever. Yeah, and then these guys are saying this shit, and I'm like, fuck you, and then block them, right? Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm them. Oh, right, right cause because you're I, faking the the girl, right? So you're making right, like I'm her. imagining it like my woman, like if they get out <laughs> line or like say something, you, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm yeah. imagining like what my wife would do. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Right. Sleaze bag would say that, and then you're like, "Oh, the yeah. educated woman is like, fuck off." So you go for the lower. That that is kind yeah, of yeah. I, I mean, it's not even. It's not even. I'm not even saying it's because of the education thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't relate it to like my wife because I know the way that she would. She wouldn't put up with that that kind of shit, you know. So. So you have to create a girl that would put up with it and would be down because you want sure. to keep that going. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You really live in uh, like mo like half the time you are just like not in reality because you spend a yeah. lot of your time to like that's a part of it. The you know I mean what what is the the sending photos to the guy like you said you used to send photos to a guy or you are sending photos to a guy who used to be married to a woman that you grew yeah, up with like what, is that yeah what is that all about is that like a part of this kind of a situation like yeah I mean I, I blame a lot of this stuff on listening to your podcast <laughs> <laughs> recently you know like coming what do you up mean? with like stupid <laughs> ideas stupid stuff why because you hear uh, the people on my you, show talking about it right yeah yeah. They you know, give you just, good, like, dirty scenarios that you want to go sort of live out? Sure. And just the idea of, like, you know, um, it was, like, everything I do secret. And so the idea of, I guess, being scenarios where I could be more myself. And so in this this case, like, 10 years ago, I found this guy's, like, photos of his wife who I grew up with on some website. Uh-huh. And so I started emailing with him about that. And you and, and you said, "Hey, it's me." And like you guys were both. Right, like, right. I mean, you were open to him. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Okay. And then he he like stopped, and then I think they got divorced and all that. And so like recently, actually, just in the last few days, I sent me sent a message and was like, "Hey, um, I've been taking a lot of photos. Here's some of the photos I've been taking." And what are the you photos know, of? Are they real? Like, no, no, no. Yeah, so even fake real. ones to him and he knows who you are? Yeah. Uh-huh. I just tell him that like I've been hiring models and these are photos I've been taking of them. Oh, okay. So you're setting... So why with him? Like what is the deal with him that you're getting him into? Like it's the same sort of threesome that you're sort of pitching to him? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah know. Just, it's anything just, for you just not to deal with stress. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, this actually isn't that... You know, I'm over it. I'm already over that. So right, right. You know. Okay, but what? Um, if, yeah, go on. Yeah. No, meaning man from online in real life. Oh, that was like the, I'm looking at your 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 bullets here because there's a lot yeah. to cover. But like, but that was that's when you mean that's what you were just telling me about before when like you you sort of yeah, right. Cr- right created those fake things and then met the guys and it was kind of gross. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Right. Not, yeah, not into it at all. Yeah. Okay, keep going because there's a lot to cover. The yeah, I mean, so yeah. the other thing, the other thing that I did recently was, um, you know, I had this, my first girlfriend um, when I was in college. She was very sexual. Um, mm-hmm. She was just little, little nuts too. Um, <laughs> she, I mean, she ended up 
I mean, she was way more, um, you know, I, I was super jealous and um, possessive, and I'm sure she cheated on me a bunch, but that's why we ended up breaking up, was she cheated on me. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, so, like, thinking back, I just think about the stuff I could have done with her, right, mm-hmm. um, if I would have been confident or whatever. So, anyway, so I contacted her within the last few days, and, I mean, I'm not even I've seen pictures I'm not attracted to her in the least now okay. you know she's 20 years older uh-huh she doesn't um, look good she didn't keep herself no <laughs> yeah, yeah she, doesn't look, she doesn't look good at all okay um and so we started texting yesterday and at the at the beginning she's like hey are you married and it's all she I knew she's divorced right it's obvious that she was wanting to and, but then as soon as I said I was married she was not into it Right, and so that's over too. So she's a good girl yeah. now. You, she's not as wayward as she was when you dated her. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You I, missed I your opportunity. Ever, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I didn't even want to meet with her because I'm not attracted to her at all. I just wanted to. It was going to be talk, another talk one with her a little bit. Oh, yeah. interesting. But was that like when you say fuck with her? Was it just like to create another sort of like fantasy thing yeah. with her? Mm-hmm. Just use right. her like for your fantasy purpose and email her scenarios and pictures and fake shit as well? No, I mean probably just more like more like just me and her. You know, like like we were going to get something going, but I, I had no interest in really meeting her. that's so weird you know what's so interesting to me is that like say that girl say you went through with it and i'm sure you've gone through with these crazy things with other people right if i Uh was like a friend of the other person right and they came back they probably go or they think or through their partner like what do you think fucking happened like because you you know you pull like a 180 like and it's like i don't think anybody would ever think to themselves like that girl right like say you actually did what you were gonna do like i don't know how you'd end it would you just disappear like whatever but like never would, uh, never like, would, like, I got, like i got cold feet or something right yeah but it would be yeah. so fucked up because this is like never would the friend say to her like oh he must have just been pretending and he wasn't sure. into you at all like you know what i mean like the truth would never be something that somebody would ever think because it's so fucked up like you right. say you know, it's so twisted because, like, you say you are not attracted to her at all. You had no, no – you knew for a fact you were never going to meet with her. You used the word, I was going to fuck with her, right. right? So you know that there's something wrong with what you're doing. I used to have this therapist that was very into words that you use. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it is interesting words that wording that you use. It's like, you know, you were going to – fuck with her head kind of you know and take her yeah. for, on a ride for your yeah. entertainment purposes sure only and because yeah, what yeah, would I that mean, do for you though like what would that do for you probably nothing but it has to be doing something do you think it's just the time that it takes yes that's obviously what it is right because are you in that situation would you get horny from that even though you weren't attracted uh, to her do you think no no yeah yeah, no, I, I wouldn't, no. no and no, even no, when you case. were meeting the guys, right? You knew you weren't going to get horny from meeting them, really, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, I, I thought I would. Oh, um, you did? Yeah, and I, I gave it three chances to think I would, uh-huh. but yeah, yeah. It never happened. Yeah, and I've also, like, you know, like, all, all um, sometimes if the guys buy or uh-huh. whatever, I'll, I'll kind of engage in a little bit of, 
of that. Uh-huh. But I mean, like, like orals as far as what I'll go, like as far as it's what I'm chatting with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You'll pretend yeah. to be into blowing right, right, them. Right. If they, uh-huh. Like if that's what they're into. Um, but I don't think that I could ever do that, you know, in real life. But you say you don't think. So maybe if it was like uh, a means to an end, I feel like, and that's what happens with addiction, right? Like it's like, uh, it's progressive, they say, you yeah, know? I just don't think I could get hard, to be honest. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm not even like, you know, I don't even have anything against that, but I just don't think that right. I could. I just don't think it's my thing at all. Right. But, just, do you, no, but, no. but I think that when you say, I don't think I'd ever do that, like I think it's because... If I think if you ever did do that, it would literally be like because it was like a means to an end, just like what you were doing with this girl. You know what I mean? It was like because you had to because you were in the situation and it was the only way to keep it going on. Yeah, it was the only way like you just strictly be doing it to keep this thing going that you are so needy of, which is, you know, fucking fantasy land, uh, you know? So there might be a dick in your mouth at some point, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) There just might be. (laughs) And I do believe that it would only be because you had to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I I wouldn't say, oh, that means deep down you're gay. Like, no, I would say you're a fucking addict and like, it just, that's how that's how much of an addict you are. Like you'd put a right. dick in your mouth and you don't even want it. You know what I mean? That's when you know something's wrong. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. that could potentially happen to you. Um, so what about why? And it's like, you know, what's kind of sad about all of this is that like, even if you, I remember when you sent me the email, you did say the prostitutes were all like, you've been with like about 20 prostitutes and you said they're mostly bad experiences. Like mostly. Yeah. So there have been a few that haven't been, but yes, Right. And it is like, and that's the fucked up thing about the, you know, addiction. It's always like chasing the dragon. Like maybe every now and then this shit is good for you, but most of the time it's like, it's not right. But you're always wanting it to be, you know what I mean? It's, and to have that right, like on some level. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's all about the fantasy and the build up and then it's disappointing. Yeah, this chasing the yeah. dragon, you never get it. Yeah. It's so it's like a it's such a mind fuck really on you. Um yes. and so all even the prostitutes, so when you get like that whole thing, like it's not what what makes it not good? Is it that you're just not even into the sex with them or I mean it's that they're not into it at all. You know, and, and you know <laughs> right. and, and, and you and can tell. Been, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, some of them have been just messed up, you know. Like on drugs um, or whatever at the time, you mean like so out of it? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know they have problems. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not really into. I'm not into exploiting women. Uh huh. Real in real life, I'm not, I have no interest. Yeah, well, look, you said, like, the way the guys would treat the strippers when you were there, you found really appalling. Like, I mean, you have, like, and what I think people would be like, he has no respect for women, look what he does. But, like, in a weird way, what people don't understand is that sometimes, like, I do not believe, like, oh, when someone's drunk, they do what they really want to do, and that's the real them. I don't think so. I think when you're a fucking addict, you do shit that is has nothing to do with who you really are. And that's what's so 
damaging about being an addict. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's not I like, agree. oh, who you really are. It's no, that's the problem with it. It's that you're doing shit that is against who you really fucking are. You're not being who you are in the slightest. And that's like, like I said, that's what's why it's so damaging because it's like you're doing things that isn't even right for you because people yes. would say that what you do is very degrading to, I mean, you know, you have to listen to your behavior. It's very selfish, right? Most addicts are sure. fucking selfish. You're selfish. You'll take that fucking woman for a ride and you don't care because it's to satisfy yourself. Right. You know? Sure. Um, so like I said, people would say like, Oh, he doesn't respect, but I, I believe that you have respect for women and you have all those things, but your addiction is just, you know, making you go against that better part of yourself because you're not yes. respecting women by the things that I, you're doing or men. I, yeah, I agree. You know, that's what's fucked up. And so you get with these hookers and it's not even like the real deal. But like, I think it's just because it's not. Unfortunately, I think some people go to hookers because they just really want to release and they really need to get you know, a little bit of variety in their life and it really works out fine for them and they're happy and it's great and they call it a day, you know what I mean? And then go back home, whatever. But for you, it's so not about the sex. It's about filling up, like it's about solving this problem that you have that you can't, you know, and that's why it, and it never works, right? How is your sex life with your wife? Eh, I mean, it's not great. Well, you've been no. together a long time. Like, was it always sure. not great? Was it really great? No, you no, just because you've been together no, for so long, right? Yeah, it was. It was great. Mm-hmm. At one point, you know, it was great at the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's because we've been together so long. I'm sure it's not great for her either. You know, right? And yeah. now, do yeah. you think? And like, do, is it the, at the point? Like, do you guys have sex like once a week or what? Like, yeah, one, once a week. Okay, and you yeah. don't think that she's doing anything behind your back, do you? I don't. No. Yeah. No. Right. And besides the sex, because I think, listen, with long-term relationships, I think that they morph into other things, right? And sex isn't the most important, right? So at at this point, is everything else in your relationship like healthy? You know what I mean? Like the emotional aspect of it and the intimacy and like, do you guys are like, you said you really love each other. I mean, do you have a lot of quality time still together? We do. I mean, the only only problems that I see is the is the time that I, the time and energy that I waste doing this kind of shit that I could be, uh, you know, focusing on her and other things. Yeah, that's really bad. And where do you spend 12 hours? How do you get 12 hours available uh, when you're not with her for porn? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, shit, sometimes like right in front of her on my phone, you know, like I'm like, hey, I'm listening to a podcast and I'm fucking around my phone. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit here in the living room. Yeah, my friend that I told you about. Yeah, my friend that I told you about that like was sexting me sometimes for like six hours straight, and I was like not interested, and he would just wouldn't stop. I was always best friends with him before, and he was always, and he's a super super successful person like Mm -hmm. really like top one percent kind of person deal you know and so and he was always on his phone when we were together before i hooked up with him and you know and i just always assumed it was business because when you are as successful as that you're 24 7 working right that's his deal so i was always super cool about him being on his phone because i'm like oh he's doing business all the time you know from people all over the world but turns out once i started hooking up with him and we had this whole thing for a couple years i realized he's online he's sexting constantly like he's like a (laughs) 
a great like that's what he's doing when he's not a workaholic that's he's a fucking right. sexaholic i'm like half the time i was being so nice about him like checking out during dinner he's like sexting girls and doing this bullshit i was like yep. oh my god you know he'd be doing it to me while he was having major business meetings that were like in the paper the next day i'd be like oh my god if people don't don't really understand what's really going down <laughs> i do that too yeah, you do. Kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah same stuff so are yeah. you're like so do you have a gig like my friend like i mean are you sort of like have a a career where like you're out yes and you travel mm-hmm. a lot uh, I, don't, I don't travel much but um, you're working my wife, a lot? my wife travels a little bit okay i don't travel much yeah i'm, I'm mainly here okay um yeah i mean so that's everything I, I, I don't know where you were going with this but where were you going to go with that? Because I was about to go off on another direction. No. What, what do you mean? Where am I? I was just asking a question. I don't know. What direction oh, okay. were you going yeah. in? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the the other thing. Uh, I think I mentioned, you know, the the women have been kind of close calls as far as I, I would still consider cheating because I was, you know, intimate in a way, way with them that I would never tell my wife. Uh-huh. But I've never, I've never fucked a woman who I didn't pay. Um, right. And and part of that is is the fear of getting caught uh-huh. by her, right? Uh-huh. I mean, my wife's really smart, and, and that's awesome. I mean, that limits my 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 payment too, because she keeps a um, eye on money, and so right. I can't just you know we we have lots lots of money, uh-huh. but she keeps such a <laughs> such a close eye. But it. she's good yeah. with the money, and she's on right, top right, of exactly. it, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't have you know, like I hear the guys calling in talking about like the doorman that was spending all this. Oh money my on god! I know. Hookers. I'm like, what, are you fucking kidding me? How you know? Wasn't he so um, interesting? That was a really right. interesting episode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And like, even like, you know, I mean, because so if you have a lot of cash, right, like you can be getting like really high end escorts. Like I had one guy that would call in all the time and he was like repeat calling. He was spending thousands and thousands of dollars. He was like fucking like famous porn stars and stuff. And he talked a lot about how to do that. Right. And, you know, some people with that kind of money can do that, you know, and I I guess like his wife wasn't like a lot of women, I think, aren't sort of. Uh, involved in the money aspect, right? You hear that all the time or you see these things come up all the time with women. Like they just find out that like maybe their husband's bankrupt and they had no idea, right? Because they were tending to other things. But your right. wife is actually on top of the finances yeah, and takes and, and mean, knows what's going on. Yeah, and those have led to some of the suspicions that she's had, you know? Like why the fuck did you take out $300 in cash like in two different ways from the bank? And then make up some stupid story, right? Know, for okay. that, uh-huh. yeah, um, yeah. So, and then, and, and, the, and then that, yeah, and then that's also the reason, you know, that I've never, I've never pushed anything further with just a normal woman because I don't want, I, I don't, I don't want a. I, I mean, I have wanted a relationship, but my fear of being caught and fear of uh, of that 
blowing back on me is right. too high. Yeah. Right, because you almost know that if that happened, maybe it would become more than just a one-time thing, and then that yeah, would be, exactly. take a lot of your time, and that's putting all your eggs in one basket. And I, I think you're smart. I mean, you are smart. It's very obvious with like all these things that you do and everything, and all the things that you kind of need to keep your fantasy going. Like because you're smart, like you need all this like reality, you know. <laughs> it's like I so I you know, but and it is smart the way that you. It's like you're a functioning addict, right? Like you know how to like not get caught and make it work for you, you know? Um, But because if you did sort of get involved in an affair, you would get addicted to that too, right? But yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I I had a deal recently where, I mean, I, I almost, you know, I almost fell in love with this woman and like this fantasy world that I created. Oh God, who hadn't even yeah. done anything? It well, was a stripper. Uh huh. Was a stripper, um, and you know, I I met her at the club, and um, you know, I I, I I I do well with strippers. Like they like me because I go in dressed well and I look good. And I'm not interested in a lap dance uh-huh. at all, but uh-huh. I give them money anyways. Uh-huh. Like, you know, just hang out with me. And then we talk and we talk about where I've traveled and they figure out that I have money and all that stuff. So they give me their numbers. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> this one, uh-huh. this one that I was into, so we were texting for a while and she's like, hey, when are you going to come see me? And so I make up all this bullshit about how I travel all the time. And that's why I can't come see her. And the reason I can't come see her is because I can't get away from my wife uh-huh. to do that. Uh-huh. Um, and so finally we have, um, and so this whole time I'm just building up in my mind, like this sugar daddy relationship that I could have with, with this woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at some point I'm like, you know, I think you need a sugar daddy. And she's like, yeah, I do. And uh-huh. so... We meet up, and this is actually a time whenever I withdrew a little bit of cash. Right. Um, is, so this champagne, is this a champagne room experience? No. Oh, no, okay, okay, go on. No, that yeah. was a long time ago. Okay. Um, and so, you know, we have lunch. I take her out to lunch, and we go to her place and make out a little bit. And then my wife's like, hey, what's up with all this cash you withdrew? And I, I didn't even give her any. Um, and... No more t- anyways, I, I like had the end and it hurt like having to just I stopped. Right, because woman. you got right. No, you. So what happened was you. It was like a real relationship in your well, mind, and then you yes. had to cut it off, and it actually was like a breakup. Then you went through. Right. It was what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, because, because you become all this nonsense in my head. Yeah, I used to do the when I was younger. I used to have like, uh, what was it? What would you call it? Like, I would get obsessed with somebody that was completely unavailable. Like that was another way where I lived out my addiction for sure. Because that is an addiction. Because you could sp- waste so much of your time living did, in the yeah. fantasy of it. Yeah, and it is very yeah. painful to let go because you become so attached to that story because you make it yeah. so real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was the most turmoil. I was in turmoil. <laughs> yeah, um, I understand. Uh-huh. For, for 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 the couple of weeks, I was like, and and I felt bad about you know that I didn't give this woman any money. Like I not even not I, I didn't care about sex with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt bad that I like let her on and was like, and she was a nice person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna, and she definitely could use some money. Uh-huh. And I was going like, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out, and mm-hmm. then I just. Dropped her, you know. 
And then did she come after you? And like your feeling no. bad was it? Was it bad because it, it was like you lost her, or you felt bad for what you did to her? Uh, yeah, all that and the way I treat my wife, every bit of it. Yeah. So all of it. So um, it was hard for you to yeah. let go of that fantasy. It was hard for you to sort of accept what you had done to the girl because you took her for right. a fucking another person for a ride. And then yeah. what do you mean as far as your wife? Like because she was like going a little mental with like all this money being no, her or what? No, just in general, just you the know, fact she, that you were you being just, distrustful, like you were doing something behind her back that wasn't nice. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I really want to help you. I <laughs> can't we turn this into a therapy session instead of <laughs> you need help. Do you have a therapist? Have you ever been in therapy? Um, I'm involved for, in the mental health profession <laughs> in a certain way. Uh-huh. Um, I, so you don't I've believe in been... it? Or are you going to tell me that? No, 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 <laughs> oh, okay. no, no I do. Okay. Um, but I have myself never been to a, 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 a therapist. How um, come? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's probably like image preservation. Like no one that I know would think that I need, I mean, people say all, all the time about how well adjusted I am and how normal yeah, I am. And yeah. Like, you know, everybody I know goes to a therapist. Yeah. And they're like, God. Jay's, Jay's never been to a therapist, you know. So. Right. It would be I, like I, I, breaking I, the facade. Like you have created a sure. persona of, of yourself of like somebody that really has it fucking together. I wish right. I was your friend because I would be the one friend that would know that. Because my friend that I talked to you about just now, like the one who's sexting all the time and like I'm like he's like one of he's really, really close to me. And I'm always just like you're always just, like, everyone thinks yeah. you're fucking normal and I know you're not. Like yeah. if you could just put if you could just accept sort of letting that sort of fake ass thing that you created for everyone to believe you know if you could sure. put that aside like you could change your life and that's but i know that that's really difficult you know because you created this person that seems so fucking together and you are a mess deep deep down inside and you really are it's like your big secret isn't so much like all of the sex and all the stuff that you're doing it's more that you don't have your shit together like you have a lot of work you need to do on yourself and I really think that we all think in life that everybody else would be like, oh my God, he's going to a therapist or they'd be so freaked out that you had issues or whatever. Yeah, it is, I, you know? I don't even care about that. Like I know. Then what I, is it? Yeah. I, I mean, I have no, I'm nothing against. I, 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 I no, I but no you stigma. don't want people. I have, I have to no s- stigmas against like, mental health, you know, but I mean, I mean it's, yeah, you're saying you no. don't want people to think that they, you don't want people because everyone looks at you as someone that's got their shit together is what you're saying, sure. right? I, I mean, I think here's what it probably is. Yeah, I feel like if I told my wife that I was going to go see a see someone, she would know. She'd be like, she'd know the reason, right? Like she, like, like there's no other reason why. Let me ask you: Do you I, I see? Could, are you a workaholic? Are you a workaholic? Like you say, uh, like you I'm, use. I'm not. Okay, yeah, what does I'm she not. think you're doing with all your time? Um, that when you're doing all the time that you spend doing this other stuff, what does she think you're doing when you're doing this? Does she think you're on your phone doing business? Yeah. Okay, yeah, and you say you cu- it cuts into your time with her, right? Yeah. 
Right, right. So why yeah. can't you just say, because she doesn't know it's sex, like she thinks it's work, right? So you do right. seem probably to her like a fucking workaholic that doesn't yeah. have a good balance in life. So why can't it just be about that? Why can't it just be like, you know what, honey, like I'm so, all I do is work. I don't spend enough time with you. Like I really feel like I'm like maybe I have addiction to work. Like I can't get off my phone and be present. Like I'm just going to see somebody. Like why can't it be about that? That's what sure. she thinks it is anyway. And it obviously she would buy that because if you're spending all this time doing that, right. you obviously probably seem like you, you know, you could get, you, you know, you could fix that. Sure. People go to therapy for a lot less shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you don't have to go to therapy because you're, you are doing all the things you are. You could go to therapy just because like maybe you just want to learn how to deal with your emotions better or you're too stressed out. Like you could just say, you just want to learn how to deal with stress more instead of working all the time. Sure. Right? Yeah. You know, I, I just feel like you don't have to, it's not that going to be so obvious what it is. It's because you know. Yeah. That's what you think. And yeah, also, exactly. the other thing is, and I think other people probably have thought of this two seconds ago when I'm saying this, but like, a duh, you lie about everything else. You could go to a therapist and not <laughs> fucking tell her. I mean, like, please, you go to prostitutes, you go to strip clubs, like, it's just go to a therapist sure. and don't tell her. If right. you were, right? But you just need, I don't know, let me ask you this. Do you want to change? Or like, do you want to, or are you happy with this whole secret life? No, I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, this, this, you know, the stuff that I do and every part of it violates my, you know, my values, my yeah, totally. ethical framework. Yeah. Like I said, the, you're the not way I, who the you way are. I look at women. And, yeah. Yeah. And now what you're doing to your wife, right. It's not, you're not being authentic. This isn't you, right? You're like you're you're being less of who you are, in order to just not deal with emotions. And I'm here to tell you that it takes time, right? When you kick your habits, like when you kick your addictions aside and you start really dealing with life, and you're like present twenty four seven. First of all, the first thing is you are physically exhausted, and any addict would tell you the first year you go sober, you're like tired all the time, and you're like, why am I so fucking tired? And then you're like, oh yeah, I'm tired because I never lived in reality twenty four seven, and living in reality twenty four seven like normal people is very exhausting at first. <laughs> You'll get used right. to it, but it's very tiring because you're always checking out, so you're not really dealing with real life all the time, and that is hard. That's why you check out because you don't want to deal with it, right? But eventually, yeah, I, I, I've been, yeah go on. I, I, I've been, I mean, this is the way I've dealt with things since I was a kid, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it was daydreaming before, but then, the, you know, yeah, you hit yeah. 12 and the daydream turned into, you know, sexual daydreaming. Then 100%. Oh, I get, I do the same thing happened to me. And then when you get a little yeah. older, it could be drug, you know, and it could be sex right. when you're like, you get into adult, you could take on these things. Yeah, it all starts back then. And what happens, let me tell you, what happens is when you quit whatever you quit, you go back to being like the emotional age that you were when you picked everything up, right? And then you start from there. So I always make jokes like I'm emotionally like 30 something or at this point because I've been sober for 15 years. I probably, you know, started everything at 15, you know, and so like maybe I'm like a 30 year old emotionally and I still have work that I have to do and it's a lot of work that you have to pick up but it's just like you didn't learn how to deal with stuff because you just never dealt with it you know but you can 
learn now. You really can. And because like, I really think functioning alcoholics or functioning addicts are the, like you have a really good chance of being successful, like of kicking your stuff because you, you have like all the stuff that you have to, that you put into your addiction, keeping it going and all that smart stuff that you do and all that commitment. Like if you put, if you channel that into being a sober person and do it as well as you do everything else, you will be able to do it. You know what I mean? That's how I was. Like I was always like, I was like vicious in my bad stuff, but I was like as vicious in my sobriety. And that's why I was, and I was able to be successful and I did it without AA. You know, I only did AA for a short time. I've gone to some sex addict, love addict meetings here and there. And that stuff works for a certain kind of person. You know, whatever works is good, you know. But I was able to kick everything. And, and listen, when you kick one thing, like I stopped drinking alcohol and then I realized I had like, I had like, uh, I would create brain tumors and like like serious diseases sometimes to check out of reality. Like you always got to be careful because you see yourself in certain times always trying to get away, you know, from a feeling. But like over time, you learn how to just sit with feelings and be okay with them. And I'm telling you, I've said this before on my podcast, it's like, Life before as a drinker and life as a sober person, it's like going from living in a totally pitch black room to going to a room that's completely bright. Like it's that much. It's like a 100% difference. I swear to you, as long as you're alive, I don't care if you were fucking 65, I'd still tell you to do it because it's, it's so worth it. You're only in your 40s. If you live till you're 85, like you have so many more years that you could live like way more happy and I'm not saying listen life is not about being happy every fucking day you know but but what it's about is like feeling inner peace do you know what I mean that inner sort of feeling of being completely fulfilled your feet are on the ground and therefore on a day that you feel like fucking shit or things are really bad for a little while like you're okay do you know what I mean that's what it's about it's not about you're not going to find a place in life where you're happy all the time it's not that it's that you have like an inner sense of of peace and like I said and you feel solid and that you could deal with stuff and that is happiness in a way do you know what I mean you don't have that now you have like you're chasing the fucking dragon and it's like not even like fun and that's why I know it's like an addiction like I have other guys that call in and they fuck a lot of different people and they're fine with it and that's their story this is your story and I wish it was weird when you first called I thought to myself he sounds so young like you're I don't know you're (laughs) And in I, a way, I was you, young too. Oh, okay, yeah. right, because you're immature. <laughs> no, really, I was the same way. I'm like 48, and I, I always looked so good for my age. And yeah. I was, it's like immature. I didn't have a baby. I just had a baby. Like I did everything yeah. way later in life because I was a immature. It took me a long time to grow the fuck up, you know. Um, and you do have that, and it's weird because I, like you said, you look young. You feel like you know, you do have that sort of vibe you know um right. but i think it's maybe time for you to grow up or maybe not then you'll start looking like shit i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. i don't know i wish you would just get some fucking help and try to conquer this part of yourself i really believe that you could be successful i just feel that you have that in you it's hard work but you know what a, what a, what you know who cares like it's good sure. to, to to do things like that in life you know because but, what is the alternative like what are you like you're listening to my podcast and trying to go live out fantasies of these people's stories like you know is that right. what you say you do <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I mean, I can't wait till yeah, you listen to this. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it can be fucking. It can be depressing. No, yeah. but like, listen. I'm sorry if you were my friend. I'd be like, and you called me up and you said, "Oh, I just listened to my life story and I'm so depressed." I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy for you." Like, you should be yeah. depressed, okay? Sorry sure. to say, but you should sort of be depressed with where you're at because it's not a good place. That's right. reality. Reality is you're not in a good place. But if you change it and do something about it, like you eventually will. But if you don't, you will just be in this perpetual state of like looking for something that you're never going to find and your life will go on and you'll be with your wife and maybe like you'll be forced into, you know, a bottom one day. Maybe you never will. I mean, that's even worse because I always felt like as a person that reached a bottom and had to be plucked out, was able to be plucked out and had a terrible thing and changed everything. Like I felt like I was like a lucky one. You know, you'd be lucky to have a bottom and get out or you could try to sort of bring that on yourself and get because, you know, get the help that you need. And maybe through talking to somebody like you could get to a place where you could start changing your behavior and just start having like the balls to sort of face things and learn how to deal with them because you can. It's just learning it. And the only way you'll ever learn it is if you stop those other things. That's the only way to know what you're shoving fucking deep down inside, you know, and what you're so afraid of. And I swear to you that you 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 would be fine. It takes time. And it is like uh, I always I always feel bad because I feel like I make it sound so terrible and hard that nobody would ever want to do it, but that's the reality, you know. Um, because it is like you give up a huge part of who you are. Sure. You know, and it is difficult in that sense. And for you, it's going to, but I think because you have, and because you have a little bit of this persona and stuff, but I do think there's a way for you to do it without people knowing, like, listen, if you don't get busted and you don't, you don't, you know, and that's not what brings on you changing. Like, I think you could do all the work and go through everything, um, without everyone knowing your fucking business, you know? Sure. So it's yeah. not like you have to really change your persona, but maybe you just have to be a little bit more vulnerable and maybe let your wife know or people around you know that you're not perfect and you have, you're not dealing with, like you need a little help in life. Everybody does. I think that's more normal than people not. I'm telling you, the people, the most of the people, listen, I think there's r- people out there that are totally okay, you know, like seriously, they had good parents, they're like, they had a good, you know, and they're pretty yeah. okay. But that's not the majority of people. A lot of people are not fucking okay. And a lot of people that are trying to act like they really are the real quote unquote normal ones. They're the ones that are so fucked up, you know? Sure. You're one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. You are. And you agree. You know, you're not dumb. You're a smart fucking person. You know, you just need to grow up and and take care of your shit. And I think that you would be a lot happier. Is there anything that we didn't like? Why yeah. do you? And the fact that like you feel very close to strippers is that what you said in your um, um, like you feel like sort of yeah. you could relate to them, right? Um, in a way, is I that mean, what you said, or yeah. what did you mean by that? The whole stripper thing you said. It, sure, yeah. I mean, I, I think that I, 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 I like. So, so I, I, I've had. Since I've been married, mm-hmm. you know, I've gotten lots of attention from lots of women, mm-hmm. um, but I've never acted on it with a woman who wasn't a stripper 
or a hooker. Right. Um, you know, because I'm, you, know, you always have people rate themselves. I'd say I'm a nine. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, that's a, I've never had someone rate themselves a nine. Yeah. By the way. Um, I've had a 14 um, and mostly six and sevens. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> and, you know, I'm outgoing and I, uh-huh. I know, You're I know successful. a lot of people. And yeah. I, I've had lots of women be interested in me, but I can't. I, I'm never going to do anything with that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, fuck up my marriage. Right. And But I go into a strip club and I get the same attention and I get more attention than any of the other guys in there. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm not paying them a lot of money mm-hmm. um, to give me that attention. So that, so that's the deal, you know. Right, right. And that's why you relate. In that world, it kind of works for you. Right. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Right. But, so. like, yeah, because I was just going to make the point, like, if you were a girl, like, you would be acting out of your stuff. Like, you'd probably be a stripper. <laughs> like, your dysfunction <laughs> would make you, like, maybe a sure. stripper. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you're as fucked up as they are on some level. You know, you really are. We all act out our stuff differently, you know? And that's why I could always, like, relate to people like that or people like you or anyone. We all could maybe, you, maybe you wear a suit and a tie and go to fucking work. But, like, right. you're no less damaged than the girl that's acting out that way, you know? Yeah, if they are. I mean, they're not yeah, 100%. Right. I've said that before. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like, you know, not all. I, I actually told a girl recently she should be a hooker on my show. Right, yeah, she just lo- <laughs> she loves yeah, yeah. sex. And I'm just like, it's so terrible. But like, I think that there's a small percentage of women. I think a lot of people, women that are stripping or doing or hooking or whatever are damaged. I think there's a small sure. percentage that aren't, right? But I would say more are than aren't because, you know, as a woman, when I was fucked up like I acted out more sexually and did all kinds of things and now that I'm sort of sobered up like it's just like I wouldn't do those things to myself or my body you know there is a big difference so uh yeah you'd be like a stripper but like please get some help did we not cover anything like I don't know if you called in for a therapy session probably not but I never Um, I never know how my shows are gonna go I never expected this call with you yeah I mean I, I didn't you know I, I thought that in some way this would turn me on. You know? Oh, I'm uh, so sorry. I'm sure the uh, title and how I'm going to title yeah, this yeah, and that else, everyone yeah. else has probably thought the same it's, thing. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> I cock block. Fucked up I'm my a, deal. I'm a fucking cock block. Oh, yeah, you are. I do it all the time yeah. because really yeah. I started my podcast to actually help people. Like that's really what I've always wanted to do. And I do actually think that I help yeah. even the people that are able to just like talk about stuff that they've never been able to talk about, you know. Um, but what we just did on the phone is like my favorite thing. Like this is like, I don't know. I think it's better. And I don't care about all the people that thought they were going to get hard and horny from your stories. I think (laughs) this is like a much better episode and for you too. Sorry. And like when you listen to this, it will be good. Maybe you won't listen to it when I air it and you'll listen to it two months from now or you'll listen to it and then you listen to it six months from now. But I think it will also help. I think it helped for you to talk about it. And I think it will be very helpful for you to listen to. And I, I think that other people out there, it will be helpful for them too. Because I think what you're going through and what we talked about, uh, a lot of people are. It's very common. It really is. So I, uh, I think it's been. I think it was good. Like I said, I, I prefer this kind of a podcast. So I'm glad I cockblocked you. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to yeah. have to go create some fantasy catfish scenario oh, because it didn't work with me. 
I know. <laughs> but it, but maybe, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll hold off on that. Yeah, try. Like, just even if you just like do an experiment, right? Like, don't go cold turkey. Just say, like, you know, for one week. I'm not going to do any of that stuff and just see how uncomfortable you get, you know, and look at yourself like from a third person because really what it is is like all that stuff will start coming up and then you'll start to see what it is, you know, and maybe that will make you go get help because you realize, I don't know, just check it out. But there's, sure. you know, it's, you need help doing it. Anyone that's going to quit something and an addiction needs help. I tried AA, but I'm like, the, I'm like, I, it wouldn't have worked for me. Like if you tell me every day, if I, you told me I have to go to a place every day and they tell me I'm not allowed to do something, I'm going to do it even more because I can't sure. be focused on something. Do you know what I mean? That's not my mind. My yeah. mind is not that way. My mind's going to want to do it more. I had to, to, you know, I wound up going to therapy like three times a week. Like that's what I did instead. And like really was doing hardcore, just talking. And then I really learned to just like talk to friends. And I learned that just talking about things like really helped. That's all I got, you know? So you'll yeah. figure out your way, but you really need, need help doing it after you do your week long thing like just look into just getting a therapist just start with that uh, i will you will yeah okay well keep me posted so i could uh i could see this how this rolls out because i'm okay. curious okay I, I i i want you to i really hope that you d do that it's it's gonna be really good for you and i'm glad you called in thank you all right thanks jay good all luck right. bye all right bye, bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.